Metallica has a great soundtrack when you're fighting demons from the Upside Down. And we get a little tease from the Disturbed Ones. We also have some releases from an OG Thrasher and an Up and Comer, which is pretty cool. We go all the way back to the 1980s for this week's Back in the Day. My name is Chris. Welcome to episode 89 of The Thrash Report. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome uh, welcome back this week. Um, as we jump in this week's headlines, the first one we're going to talk about is what everyone is talking about because basically the internet has lost its freaking mind because Metallica's Master of Puppets was in Stranger Things. But not only was it just in, in the show, it was awesome the way they used it. Um, basically, uh, it was just an epic scene where... Um, the lovable metalhead Eddie Munson was uh, basically fighting uh, fighting swarms of, of uh, flying bats, de these <laughs> demons. Anyway, it was uh, it was pretty fun. But basically, uh, Metallica kind of had their Kate Bush moment, if you will, and that's where uh, earlier in the season, uh, Kate Bush had a track that um, called "Running Up That Hill" and. That climbed to the very top of the music charts all over the world, and that was 35, 37 years after the song was initially released. Well, Metallica, it happened to them too. So uh, since being in Stranger Things, Metallica's Master of Puppets has just soared to popularity, and Spotify claims that it chalked up millions of new streams, and it landed the track in the platform's weekly top 50 in both the UK and the U.S. Pretty epic. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, it prompts kind of a new wave of love of, of metal, and uh, so it's always, uh, always a good thing. And it was just nicely done, man. It was cool. I mean, it was like uh, I was smiling from ear to ear, you know, um, the character just rocking out with his BC Rich Warlock guitar. Um, I know when I first saw the guitar, in the uh, in the series, uh, I know I had a poster of that guitar hanging in my room back in the day. So um, it was pretty fun to uh, to see it get used that way. And uh, the music director for Stranger Things uh, went on to say that they worked very closely with the band and the band's management um, to really make sure that uh, you know they used it properly. And uh, they got in touch with Metallica's management all the way back in uh, the second season when they used the Four Horsemen. And this was a scene where they actually went in in writing and in, in pre-production. They said, "This is the song. It has to be this song," and it was uh, it was pretty cool because it was a just a kind of an epic pivotal um, scene and uh, kind of a heroic scene, and it was awesome. And they, uh, you know, basically they said it has to be that song, and no other song was discussed in that choice. So, pretty cool that they used that track. Um, again, go check it out. Super fun to. Uh, to see some of our favorites being uh, displayed in, in, a, in a great show like that as well. And if we stick on uh, Metallica and Stranger Things, check this out. It was actually announced on social. Rob from Metallica pointed out that his son recorded guitar for the Stranger Things version of Metallica's Master of Puppets. Um, he added some additional guitar parts to the Master of Puppets track that was included in the fourth season episode. And uh, it's pretty cool that Ty, Rob's son, got the opportunity to record that uh, guitar part. You know, I, I think uh, I think it's awesome when you get that opportunity. It's it's kind of cool that uh, when you got 
you know, famous parents, <laughs> you may get uh, you may get opportunities that other people may not. Just saying, but but that's pretty cool. No disrespect to Ty, I'm sure he just crushed it. Another thing that caught my eye this week was um, uh, Disturb's social media accounts uh, were updated with uh, basically uh, uh, a statement that said new music is coming soon, and they basically posted this weird cryptic. Uh, video with this kind of ambient background uh, noise, um, kind of an outline of the guy. I think that's that's the uh, the mascot. Uh, they call him the guy. But this was uh, basically an opportunity to uh, pre-order or pre-save that, that track. Um, it was reported that uh, all four members of Disturbed were actually in Los Angeles back in June, supposedly recording a video for an upcoming track. You know, Disturbed is one of those bands where either you love them or you hate them. Uh, I tend to like, I mean, some of the earlier stuff, I was all into it. Um, and uh, I listened to it uh, quite often back then, uh, all the way up till, you know, their second or third release, like 10,000 Fists. Um, I think Invincible was a pr pretty rad track. But anyway, I'm excited to see what they bring. Um, I've seen them live a handful of times, and uh, they put, put on a really fun show. So, uh, new Disturbed on the way. And that's going to round out the news. Let's go ahead and jump into some new releases this week. And again, the internet blew up for this new album that dropped last week, the seventh studio release uh, from crossover thrash band Municipal Waste. And it's awesome. Yeah, so uh, super old school sound, uh, fast, nice and fast thrashy. Uh, from Richmond, Virginia, this band was formed in 2000. Um, this new release... Uh, dropped last week via Nuclear Blast Records. You can definitely hear their influences. Um, they've said that they had get their influences, you know, around you know suicidal, nuclear assault, DRI. Um, I was listening to it earlier this week. I was out for a walk with my headphones in, and I could definitely hear some like early Exodus in there. You know, it, it's it's awesome. So if you like that that old school thrashy sound. This album will not disappoint. I think this is great. Um, I also like how they bring a little bit of humor into how they pay homage to their um, to their influences. Um, they have song titles such as "Thrashing's My Business" and "Business Is Good." Um, also, "The Thrashing of the Christ," which I thought was pretty funny. And then they also have a, a track called "Thrashing." Don't mind if I do, which is basically the the story of my life. Um, but here it is. Uh, the title track for Electrified Brain. Dude, I totally hear uh, like nuclear assault in there too, man. Um, speaking of that OG sound, um, if we actually look at uh, another new release is from old school German thrashers Tankard. This band actually was formed back in 1982 and believe it or not, they recorded 18 studio albums, including this most recent one that'll be out this fall uh, in September and it's called Pavlov's Dogs. They released the very first track for that uh, for that album called Beerbarians. 
And uh, it's pretty funny because <laughs> they consistently play, uh, you know, have a theme that centers around booze and alcohol and beer. So it is very fitting that this lyric video uh, for Beer Barians, it's about brewing beer. <laughs> Check it out. Dr. Twilight of Time we appear. The the left in the trees. We've had unfermented food from the ground. <laughs> Grow the grain. That's just funny. Uh, all right, this next track. Uh, this is a track that actually I picked up from um, the New Wave of Thrash group on Facebook. I encourage everyone to go check them out. Um, again, they, they are always posting some great stuff over there on Facebook. Um, this band, I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It looks like it's pronounced uh, uh, ex exigency? exigency. I don't know where the right emphasis on the right syllable should be but exigency and this uh the thing that's really amazing about this band is that they're a, like a death thrash metal outfit from finland but get this the ages of these guys are only 16 to 19 years old and they bring it man so this band they released their um their first debut uh, five-track EP. They've been working on it for about a year, and just recently this dropped. Let's go ahead and check out uh, this track. Absolutely blows me away. Yeah, man. So go, go ahead and check out that five-song uh, EP. I found mine on Apple Music. Again, that EP titled Morals Forgotten by uh, Exigency. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's go look at this next one. Again, this is a band I had never heard of before, but they've been around. This is their third full-length album that's going to be released this fall on September 23rd. Their first track off of this album called Salve. And this is uh, a band, again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It looks like it's pronounced uh, Guerrilla. Um, it's, in my research, it says that you really can only pronounce it if you're pronouncing it in that native uh, Portuguese language. This band was formed in 2016 in Portugal. And their new album that comes out titled Mirage, it's it's interesting. It's kind of scary. Uh, it's frightening a little bit. It's kind of that, that uh, you know, death metal... Uh, I know it's very you know technical, but it's it's kind of that that solid wall of noise that uh, that we hear about. But this is um, straight from their website. They go on to say that behind black shrouds of obscurity and desolation, the men of Guria deliver their odes of cascading maelstroms of aggression and beauty, emerging from the age of pandemic to whatever awaits humanity's next. The Portuguese horde 
remains on the front lines of the next generation of extreme metal. We are Gurria. Let's go ahead and check this out. This is their single, Salve. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, extreme, but it's cool, man. It's cool. Like I said, I uh, every now and then, you know, I, when I, you know, I want to try to find those bands that, again, they've been around. I haven't heard of them, and I want to share them with you guys. If we jump in the concert calendar, um, I want to just point out another new show that we added uh, coming up here July 16th, uh, a local show here at the Caboose in Minneapolis. Uh, we got Decrepit Birth and Pathology. Um, and a few others, but uh, our friends of the show and uh, our buddies Glutton for Punishment will be opening for that show as well. Again, July 16th at the Caboose. Um, again, if you have shows, local shows, shows that you're going to be at, um, feel free to send them our way, thethrashreport at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I hope to uh, catch you guys and, and meet up with you at a show in the future. Let's go ahead and jump now into the time machine. We're going to go back to... 1986 for this first stop and this is where an American thrash metal band was formed in Phoenix, Arizona back in 1981. They originally formed under the name Paradox. They later changed their name to Flotsam and Jetsam. They went on to record 14 full-length albums even uh, leading up to 2021's release Blood in the Water which was awesome. One of my favorite releases um, that entire year. I think it was it was in my top 10 and this goes back to their debut release, 36 years ago, um, released in 1986. Let's go ahead and give a listen. This is off of Flotsman Jetson, Doomsday for the Deceiver. <laughs> awesome man um this next one again this one goes back to 1984 that's our next stop here back in the time machine and this is the second studio album from none other than ronnie james dio a true badass one of the best voices in metal or ever and um this album uh the Last in Line, uh, released in 1984, became the band's highest charting album, both in the UK and the US. In the UK, it reached number four on the charts here in the US at number 23. It then went on to be certified gold with over 500,000 uh, units sold by uh, September 12th, 1984. Um, this actually also then uh, 
includes guitarist Vivian Campbell, who now is currently touring and in the band Def Leppard as well on that stadium tour. But let's go ahead and give this a whirl, man. This was just so awesome um, in its day and just it withstands the test of time. Here it is, The Last in Line. We are What a badass elf he is, man. That's so cool. Um, if we go into, you know, you think about that video too, man. That was like pre-everything, 1984. And they had like this creepy Borg guy in the video. Yeah, ahead of its time, man. Okay, this last one here, Napalm Death. Uh, kind of one of the definitive grindcore metal bands formed in 1981. I always considered these guys... Um, you know, death metal, I think, but uh, I guess truly it's it's kind of grindcore. I think some of them kind of kind of blend over together. But anyway, their their debut album um, was released 35 years ago. Uh, just absolutely blows my mind. I'm so old. Uh, I just remember this being, uh, you know, if you had a copy of this in school, you were like, you were a badass, right? Um, I didn't realize this in doing my research here. It says that the two sides of the records were recorded by two different lineups and the sessions were about a year apart, but they only had one member of the band that was the same and that was the drummer Mick Harris. Um, pretty remarkable. Uh, Loudwire went on to say that uh, this was uh, their pick as one of the best top 10 metal albums of 1987 and that is Napalm Death's release, Scum. Let's go ahead and give this a... Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead. <laughs> that was... I mean, if you think about 1981, oh my god, like, that's just, like... It, again, it was groundbreaking, right? Um... Anyway, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with me uh, again for 20 minutes. Uh, again, super grateful for everyone that, that follows. Please feel free to let us know what you think. Report at gmail.com. And also, we want to hear from you, man. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know new things that are coming out. Let us know what you like, what you don't. Um, but also, um, uh Make sure you check out thrashreport.com for all of our socials. And please go follow and, and like us wherever you get your podcasts, but also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, it's free um, using just whatever Apple ID you have. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We really would appreciate it. And the best thing you can do to really support the Thrash Report is share with a friend, share with a buddy, anybody else that you know that just likes to hang out and talk about metal. Um, you know, hey, 
they're going to talk about metal anyway. Why not send them a link to the Thrash Report? Really do appreciate it. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube as well. Again, thank you so much, man. We're going to see you next time on the Thrash Report.